Salutations, dearest chummers. Welcome back to our little Shadowrun Anarchy Diversion. Our heroes are acquiring their totally legitimate system identification numbers, SINs, so they can stroll into the country club and get access to third life. Seems like they plan on just walking in the front door. Will they get in, or is this an ill-fated mission with consequences so grand in scale that they reverberate back in time to the 19th century? Or... Did we just dupe you into listening to a completely unrelated Shadowrun Anarchy one-shot? The world may never know, but you'll probably find out soon. I just wanted to check, uh, since I already had all the information on uh, security, I just wanted to see what the uh, non-people was. So, so we got kill drones, what do we got? Oh, yeah, yeah, any drone sprites and, you know, electrical hoo-hahs. It's pretty minimal in the front, because, uh, you know, the clientele probably don't love the idea of drones buzzing around, mm-hmm. uh, potentially photographing them, etc., um, it's more focused in the back, that kind of stuff. Probably more in the inside. There seems to be something about... Um, it, there's there's this vague thing about there are some floor panels um, in the back section. There's that have what? S- floor panels that have oh. some kind of traps uh, in the back section. Mm-hmm. Um, that somehow the security forces are not triggering them. Um, it's not clear why, but they just know that there was some kind of like RFID triggered, uh, as in, well, actually, R- reverse, FR- uh, reverse RFID kind of thing. Like, um, if there is no chip on someone, then it might. They probably have a chip in more. their boot. Oh, I get you. Basically, the RFID is a, um, well, it's an ID chip, and if you don't have one, then it, tri- then it, uh, targets that we'll say void spot yep something like that's going on and last thing i want to check in on uh what's the conduit and stuff look like is there uh is it like huge is there a sewer system is there anything like that that we can use as a plan b uh there definitely is a sewer system but it's fairly contained um they seem to have thought of that in terms of security that not something you probably would want or could go through without a full gas mask or hazmat suit or something. Fair enough. Yep, um, just checking. Yeah. But okay. There are other conduits that you just don't know what the heck they're for, but they're not big enough to be a concern for security oh. reasons. Good enough. All right, that's what I needed to know. I am good. I will pass on the information that I have. And this is while you're piloting your yep. van. Um, yeah, anybody else um, reaching out to contacts or nope. anything like that? I was as many as I have, you think I could, but I don't think I have anyone that would be able to help me in this. Um, yeah, other than the Sims, or the Sims. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we got, we got the stuff from the reporter, yeah, the Sims. Yeah, uh, you still have to meet her. <laughs> that is important. 
Yeah, yeah. you'll still have to meet with her contact, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, to pick those up. Um, otherwise, you're noticing that Dresh is actually uh, using a quiet corner of the uh, the van to do some kind of ritual or prayer. You're not sure which. Um, he's got some old book, old looking, very pretentious looking book because you you know it's uh, it's 2070s and you know who's carrying around actual old, old tomes are probably made to look like they're old or something. Well, Emily's trying to look a little cleaner for whatever it's worth. Yeah, I mean, Wisp always looks clean. She's actually like wandering around and looking at all of Ezio's stuff as they, you know, chatter and make their plans. Yeah, most of it is technologically based. There's a couple little, like he's got a closet with uh, a few Duro trenches in it and like it has a like some rounds for his weapon and there's just random crap around but it's it's fairly well organized and it's yeah. mostly all tech stuff yeah, she's like reapplying her lip, her purple lipstick and randomly like just kissing things to leave lipstick marks just to drive him crazy <laughs> he just sighs <laughs> very emo sigh <sighs> yep oh my god because she um, likes to drive him crazy Noah, do you know if there's anywhere in the book, this book, for um, SIN rolls, like for checking a SIN card? I couldn't remember if that's a thing in Anarchy or not. I don't think it was a thing in Anarchy. Okay. I didn't so see anything prob- about it anyway. Probably just works then, or maybe roll luck and not get all failures or something. <laughs> yeah, don't botch it, yeah. You could you could roll like an electronics creation roll kind of thing. No, I'm thinking more of like, uh, I think in Mainline Shadowrun there is a roll anytime your SIN card that's fake gets checked. Um, to, it's kind of like an oppositional like <laughs> computer roll type of thing. Oh, okay. Not that your character needs to do anything. It's kind of like a code versus code thing. Mm. But <laughs> I don't see that in the index. I index. didn't see a dang thing about it. <laughs> I just remember hearing about it once. All right, so... Um, Go from here. Do you guys, uh, yeah, what's your plan? I'm going to drive to the location that was told so that I can get the, so that we can get those cards. So, yeah, you find a sketchy corner downtown. Grimsby, the corner of some bar. Um, that's a good Shadowrun bar name. Drunken Jacker. I was going to say, we could make a nod to um, Thornvales. The pink pickle, I think oh, it was. <laughs> the purple pickle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a purple pickle downtown. Uh, Although that, I don't think that was a that. bar so much as a different type of establishment. So you know, yeah. whatever could be a copycat chain. Yeah. So yeah, corner of the wherever the purple pickle is. Uh, you got a orc. I love you, Susanna. You know, orc there, um, looking like they're actually. Um, they got a hot dog stand there, actually, <laughs> and they. It's a cover for um, handing out things like uh, uh, fake sins and stuff like that. Uh, there's a couple of people in line. I get in line. Hot dogs. <laughs> Good idea. All right. So it only takes a few minutes and then I was like, yeah, what do you have? Uh, I'm assuming. Um, uh, sorry, I'm not I'm not speaking in character yet. I'm assuming yeah. that there's a passphrase to use to say that I'm here for the pickup. Yeah, that sounds like uh, makes sense. Uh, make up something. It's a big order. Five bags of chips, 
the sinfully delicious flavor. And uh, then he's also going to order everyone hot dogs. <laughs> make, it, make it make it a you know a real order, but also slip in the slip in the food themed uh, pick up password as well. Okay. So you know five you know five hot dogs, uh, five sodas, couple orders of fries, the bags of chips. Five chips, the sinfully delicious flavor. Oh. <laughs> Why am I not cluing into that? Okay. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So he, um, you actually do end up getting bags of chips where um, it looks like there's like these bags of chips have, you know, when there's like a peel off contest or something like that on the outside. Ooh, um, that's that's what it, it looks like. It's that, but there's actually a SIN card inside it. Nice. So, yeah those so um uh yeah and you can just kind of discreetly pay um the amount necessary for that because um, it's not yeah. like he's gonna say oh that'll be you know ten thousand new yen because that's uh-huh. a lot for hot dogs <laughs> well i mean inflation so yeah. <laughs> but yeah you know he'll just like you know order up look at the screen for your total and he'll pay mm-hmm. basically and- you just add ten thousand to whatever the cost is and yeah, <laughs> that's the the way he works. So he's going to come back with a absolute armload of actual food. All right. And all I get everybody lunch food. as he as he climbs into the van, and he's just gonna he's just gonna start passing out the the food. It's like here, I figured you know should all probably have something to eat before we go on a mission, so we're not you know starving, hungry, or anything. Um. Plus, you know, it's easier to think on a full stomach, so, you know, eat up. You hear your trash go, ooh, is that hot dogs? It is. And he Here you go. breaks out of a chant or whatever he was doing. I got some fries if you want. They're fresh. Thank you. There you go. A Diet Cola drink. I got the lemon lime drink. Oh, yes, special treat. And he holds up the bags of chips. Yeah, we're talking. <laughs> And he passes, and he passes out one to everybody, and just uh, don't forget to play the contest. This contest? Yeah, you know, just um, these sinfully delicious chips have a peel-off contest. Yeah. Okay. Whee! You guys are very and, and he will he will show them what to do because you know it seems. From from um, their reactions, they don't know this, so he shows them the the, the trick. Of oh, okay, and she does it as well. Mm-hmm. That's one way to do it. All right. Um, yep, you got those. Uh, what's the plan next? Well, now that we have our sin uh, sin chips, we can actually uh, head out and infiltrate, right? Yep, sounds good. Uh, Ezreal gives a nod. This sounds like more fun. Okay. So do we have an entry plan? Yeah, I'm gonna go in the front door. Okay. A thumbs up. Calamity kind of shrugs. Well, with everybody's eyes on those two, it should be easy for us three to slip in without too much attention. So I drive to a spot about a block away from where we're going in. Yep. 
and I changed my, changed my mask because the one that I have seems to have some lipstick on it for some reason. <laughs> you notice there's actually a couple other ones that do too. Yep. Okay, well, he finds, he finds one. He finds one that he likes and cleans it off. Uh, he kind of like turns away from everybody as he switches the mask and then co- and then turns around again. Oh, are you cleaning your pretty face from us? I mean, on, if he feels the need to, then by all means, let him. I mean, we, I mean to be completely honest, we just met, so I can understand the need for need for security and want for anonymity. It's fine. It's never even shall me it, and we've worked together before. I'm gonna see well, it. We, that would be a different problem, and that's none of my business. Aw, you're so sweet. And she goes up and she get, kisses your cheek and leaves a big purple lip stain on it. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or genuine. Yes. Works for me. Thank you for the kiss. <laughs> That's funny. And he, do- he, doesn't, he doesn't wipe it off. He just leaves <laughs> it. All right. All right, Clyde guy, you ready to go to the front? That's so, you. Give us a thumbs up. She, like, holds her arm out to him. Shall we? She makes arms. <laughs> You're my date. So one thing you'll notice, there's not very many people coming in here just by walking. Most are, are driving in. Right. But, uh, you can drive in if you wish, or you could try to get a... No, I do not drive in. Or yeah, a no. go-go or something like that. Oh, yeah, Did, we could do that. We should probably, like, get a ride. Yeah. Get a driver. Yeah. So... Is there anything nearby? You know, you can check I'll, things uh, faster I'll, than me. I'll check on the uh, and see if there's a service nearby. Yeah, yeah, you can get a, I guess a GoGo kind of thing. One of the okay. like GoGo Plus. It's like one of the richer seeming ones. Yep, you perfect. A car that doesn't sound like the end of the world is coming or anything like that. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep, sounds good. I'll put in as an long order as forward. as long as they wake you up before you go go. Did you say that joke last time too? can't remember yes <laughs> i probably did i just don't remember so that's why i repeat jokes a lot of the time that's all good um yeah so it uh drives into what looks to be this fairly you know on the outside not super rich uh looking place um just nice little gateway um there is a kind of one of those circular kiss and ride kind of things um that uh, normally a valet would take someone away or that you just get dropped off by whatever limo or whatever service is dropping you in there. Um, looks like you're not the only ones who look um, not rich, but maybe they are. Um, there are quite a few people in various sta- various styles of fashion. They're slumming. Yep. Some are. Some are just extreme. Um, you know, there's just like this eccentric there's one dude with a bright pink um like so bright that it actually might hurt to look at it kind of tuxedo oh my god some kind of reflective material that's making the sun like the sun glisten off of it um so everyone's kind of slightly blinded around him you know stuff like that is going on so so i fit right in yeah there's at least at least one cowboy here um at least someone in a cowboy outfit and um say it's a dwarf and uh yeah there's a mix of people but the uh those checking at the door of the main like building that seems to be the gateway to the um the country club as a whole or club as a whole whatever it is um 
seem to be all just kind of your typical kind of servant outfits, black and white, formal attire. Mm-hmm. Were the two going in the front, I guess? All right. We're all going. Oh, are we? Yeah. I wasn't sure if they were as well. Yep. No, everybody's going okay. as far as I remember. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would honestly say let it be Wisp because I think um, she would attract the most attention, which, again, would allow the other three of us to slip in relatively unseen. Or? No, no, I'm, you're on my arm. Yeah. Yeah, plus, <laughs> plus, plus you're the shadow to her light, so. Yeah, there you go. And, and you're the right. You, you two are out in the open. Meanwhile, we're just also with the party, but since we're more low-key, we won't attract them as, as much attention. Yep. Alright, then I guess linked arms, we just go right up to the front. Yeah. Also, mechanically, you have one more charisma than I do, so hey, every little <laughs> bit to help with rolls. And there's also Dresh as well coming along now. He's got a... Uh, this seems to be kind of one of those uh, kind of suit... Yeah, travel suitcase uh, on wheels, uh, which he's put all these um, those spheres, those... Mm-hmm. Um, nice looking wooden cases with spheres in in that um and he is kind of uh, playing the role of kind of like your bus boy or something like that like my entourage your entourage like carrying your stuff personal assistant i guess would be a good way to put it even though he's dressed eccentrically as well <laughs> fitting because of who his mistress is all right. I'll get um, is as you. Or, who, sorry, who was doing the charisma check on this one? I, I voted that Wisp do it. Yeah, that Wisp. Not me. not as you. Okay. No, that <laughs> would be absolutely I'm not. It's a roll for me because I can't. Even, I literally can't even connect. No, that's fine. So. Um, yeah. No. No. Again, no to roll, yep. but it's going to be just charisma. Let's just charisma plus charisma, unless you got a skill. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. have. I'm not going to go to as intimidation quite yet. Yeah. Actually, I, I do. I actually, I do have a skill. Uh, I have silver tongue. May re-roll two dice on a charisma test. <laughs> Here we go. So you can be a backup. Okay, five hits, and we gotta go with an opposed roll. Um, wow, twelve. Okay, wow. Okay. Ooh. The people at the front are not very charismatic, so uh, you get four hits net. Um, the uh, they're, they're pretty basic with it. They just kind of ignore you, um, seem to more or less believe that you blend in here. Um, but they do want to check your sins. So I want everyone to roll luck, and that's going to be edge plus edge. So whatever your edge rating is. Um, For the shit. <laughs> okay, so this thing's mine. Because I can't find anything in the system that does sin rolls, so. Cool. <laughs> Let me know if anybody um, gets no hit. Well, I think I got really lucky there. Wow. Wow. And uh, I have a five edge. Yeah, one extra for. Because you have to tell us which rules are. Um, yeah, mine has my name on the extra edge. Oh, nice. Oh, I see. There's two there. All right. I see. So everyone's got, it's got two, one, four, one. So yeah, Ezio, yours is slightly annoyed on that. You get some uh, good luck in this one that yours actually. That would be Pam. That's Pam. Oh, sorry, that's Pam's. All right, yeah, on Pam's, uh, yours comes up as actually somebody might have screwed up and given you like a level four sin instead of a level three. So (laughs) you come up as actually 
uh, more um, high class than the others in it, like a, a better, more better programmed fake sin. Because <laughs> you know, from what you've heard in this place, they don't actually care whether the sins are real or not. They're just it's kind of a gatekeeping thing. <laughs> Keep those out who can't afford um, to get themselves a good fake sin, uh, <laughs> unless they have a real one, uh, which that's fine too. Um, yeah, and they just defer and kind of let you in, and um, you're given a little pamphlet. Um, no mention at all anywhere on it, though, of uh, Third Life. All right, I guess we'll wander in. All right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm a pun. There is quite a bit else going on. Golf, um, wine, vineyard tours, wine tasting, um, Simpson yeah. thing. Um, we don't so, expect the good stuff to be on the cover. Yeah. The only thing close is like a Simpson um, thing of some kind, like a Simpson club. Sounds like a great place to start. Yeah. Let's start there. I'm, I, I, I agree that the others, my card's better than your card. So I guess I leave. I just mean sure. it works so far. <laughs> Go ahead. <clears throat> I'm going to sort of look at the thing and see if I we can easily figure out where we're supposed to go for this. Now, yeah, if I there's... look on my uh, my thing that I got from my Aries contact, does it show approximately where this area that we're looking for is? Yeah, it's actually in um, and bit below the escarpment itself. So, um, at the back of this property abuts the escarpment and some kind of facility goes into it. And um, the place you're headed for is supposed to be basically an elevator ride down or maybe stairs down I don't know uh, one or the other but it's kind of underground quite literally okay I'll uh, I'll point the way to go to where the elevator is supposed to be located okay so that would be uh, far back in the property so the from the map and the pamphlet you find that uh, you could get a little you know shuttle ride um, to back there um, it seems to be one of the uh, why don't we say it's a yeah, it's a tradio lounge. It's supposed to be back back there. Okay, according to the thing, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where else to hide something like that except in the spot that offers lower services? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like tradio doesn't seem like that like cutting edge for rich people these days. So you would think it's kind of like the you know the retro club. Oh, is retro this club? We moved or... on to something else something that was once popular and now is just kind of like the old people go to it uh-huh you know <laughs> okay let's it's try retro that. so it's still vogue <laughs> exactly i do really enjoy retro but real retro not your <laughs> retro i'm gonna grab a drink as we're going <laughs> yeah i'd imagine it's like so it seems like a modified but very large golf cart you get to ride around on that actually has a bar uh, kind of in the center of it. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, you guys can just sit on each side while you roll down the street with this bar <laughs> or down the road. On, <laughs> there you go. This mini bar with a, a attendant that's also the driver, but I mean, you know, the driver doesn't have to do much. They're just programming it um, in terms of piloting. It's just a shuttle. So, um, Can I take a look at this thing so I know how to... Uh, Hotwire one later if I need it. <laughs> yeah, roll. Uh, is it engineering? What is it that you have? That uh, no, I'm going to go and look at it in uh, Matrix. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Actually, I, I, I would be the one for engineering <laughs> because oh, I'm the driver. Yeah. Uh, so I, you... I was actually going to look at the, the alcohol, actually. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, let's start with Ezio's then. The yeah. uh, Matrix, so is it Logic Logic? I think it's Logic Probably Logic. Probably Logic Logic. Yeah, let's do a Matrix search on it. Okay, four hits. That gets you kind of a basic um, sense of stuff. Uh, what are you looking for? I'm just looking to see if it's actually like something that I can hack when I need to. Yeah, you could. Um, okay. It wouldn't be terribly difficult. Um, you'd probably be facing an opposition that's much less than what you could put up. Okay. Probably half your um, hacking rating. Okay. Nope, that's fair. Just so I know later on when we're trying to get out of here. Um, yep. And just, if I can, I want to just pull up the specs and see how fast the thing can go. <laughs> <laughs> about Probably 30 kilometers very. an hour. <laughs> What's that? But about 30 kilometers an hour, maybe that's 40. Better than it's got a governor on it of some kind. You'd have to hack further to get that off of there. And even what, then, What's you're... that in freedom units? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. uh, 20 miles per hour to 25. No, not even that. 17, well, it's 17 1.6, to 20, right? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking 30 to 40, so yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. So 20 it's still to faster than people run. True. Yep, it is. Um, there is. It's, it seems to be software limited with some kind of software governor, but looking at the engine on the thing, uh, you're like, yeah, this thing might burn out if we try to push it past like 50. Fair enough. Okay. That's I mean, to I be fair, go. we would only need it for a short stint just to get away from people. And once we're far enough away, we can ditch it if it dies. And True. We, we, we just need that initial sprint. Okay, that's all I needed. Cool. Um, also a reminder, because I forgot to mention earlier, all of your edge would have reached that. If you yeah, had spent edge last time, it's a new session, so new edge. What can you spend edge on? Uh, rolls. So, uh, <laughs> you declare at the beginning of the roll using edge, which gives you ah. an extra point. Oh, or sorry, does it give you? No, it makes it makes fours uh, count. Sorry, as hits. Got yeah. it. And then if you do uh, edge after instead, because it's an either or, <laughs> you get to re-roll all your failures and see what you get out of that. Cool. Uh, plot points re uh, refurbish, not edge. Uh, both do. So okay. you should all have three plot points because uh, I think those refurbish each time as well. I don't think you need to keep time to time. You should each have three. You can use that to kind of change narrative. Add a glitch die which is like you add an extra thing into your edge and if it gets um, good then it's an exploit. If it gets a one it gets a glitch. Um, what else can you do? Yeah, you can seize the order initiative, all kinds of things forgot to re-mention those things i appreciate it you are approaching what looks to be a tridio lounge entrance it looks like the entrance to an old style nightclub that you would have seen in the 90s on the 1990s (laughs) uh kind of like uh the side of the escarpment is being used like it's the side of a building uh with a bouncer and all that um, you can even hear kind of retro music kind of going 90s, you know, um, low bass dance thumping you can hear. This is exciting. Yeah. Like uh, what do the people around look like? Well, you, uh, only caught at a distance, a couple going in, there was a orc and a troll. Um, there is a. Uh, rather not intimidating looking human at the uh, entrance. 
Um, seems pretty plain, even though that seems to be the bouncer, maybe, or maybe just keeping watch. Not sure. Um, low traffic? It's fairly low traffic, yeah. There's only the one entrance that you can tell. A um, couple steel doors. Um, fancy enough, but not super fancy. Uh, it seems to be dark. Uh, all you can catch is the other couple go in is that it seems fairly dark in there. All right. So if I remember I'm correctly, so like, we actually need we need to keep going because we need to get into third life because that's where our objective lies. Yes, that's true. I will get point in the direction that we're supposed to head. Okay. Yep. So um, you're going to go in the building then or not building into the tunnel. All right. The person in the front doesn't really do anything. You do notice that inside is a very wide hallway. It looks um, like a not newish style, but it's uh, definitely was built in the last 40 or 50 years. Uh, it's not super old or anything. But the reason you notice that is that after about 100 meters or so, it gets kind of older looking like maybe 19th century, early 20th century. The decor and the construction seems like something much older. Wow. That's a drop. Uh, yeah, it almost looks like kind of like an old style uh, subway station kind of. So something um, more sort of 1980s-ish? No, 1880s-ish. <laughs> 1890s-ish maybe if you're thinking of like the oldest of the old like subway stations. Um, like from Ghostbusters too. Yeah, exactly like that actually. Uh, where you got the cobblestone flooring uh, the walls even like kind of brick and uh, mortar kind of thing and uh, yeah think of london underground even kind of thing aesthetic to it and uh, very well kept though there's not a lot of tech stuff going on in here you'll notice that there is like a central um area where uh, there is what appears to be a big hole in the floor but then you're hearing a lot of cranking sounds and stuff and what appears where that hole was is a very old school escalator elevator kind of thing maybe elevator is uh, a better term I think before we go any further uh, I'm going to send my drones down to double check okay and these are the fly spies mm-hmm. cool uh, do they yeah, they'll be doing a perception, I guess. So that's yeah. willpower plus uh, logic. So I have plus... two drones, and they give oh. me two uh, two dice on perception tests. Yeah, so willpower plus logic plus two. All right. We'll do that for what they can get. And uh, I'll have everyone else just roll a general perception. Willpower, uh, well, logic, one's on that two. one. Okay, five hits. Which is pretty good. That's a kind of average. Or just, just regular will or will plus will? Uh, it's will plus logic. Will plus logic? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's unusual in the system. I'm not sure where willpower comes from in that, but <laughs> it works. Paying attention rather yeah. than letting your well, mind true. wander, I guess. Yeah. Your willpower to keep an eye on what's going on, which has you as, dre- you know, a little distracted. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we'll go one for. And mine is coming up now. Yep. Just for P on the end of it. One for Wisp, one hit for Wisp, one hit for, or two hit for Hesvio. Um, Calamity, though, six. 
it's you're noticing around that kind of in the shadows of the corners there are what appear to be security guys like security guards in kind of we'll say kind of secret service-esque outfits men in black kind of thing can we get a count um uh, we'll say six does that match up with what i should know from airy um you, you i think you knew uh some things about the personnel that they are the star um lone star yeah lone star which but is a division of Aries. I don't know if you knew what uniform they'd be wearing or if there's any other security contracts going on for any other parts of it. But these could be these could be star. I mean, they can dress however they're asked to. Um, but at the moment, you're a little distracted. Um, I will say in part because you notice that Dresh is kind of um, a peeking into his uh, suitcase thing and um jiggling one of the spheres a bit and nudging it and it kind of distracts that you in public <laughs> distracts you and uh and wisp and i want as you to do an extra uh perception just based on that which is logic <clears throat> yeah logic willpower logic willpower okay yeah because there's something special for you potentially in their six hit okay yeah um, you're getting this bizarre sense of, um, like the the matrix is wireless, right? So it's kind of everywhere. It's this kind of part of the atmosphere, usually. But there's something interacting with the matrix in at least one of these spheres, maybe a couple of them. Okay. But mm. not all of them. Like they're not all matrix active. Um, just a couple of them, but you can't you know visibly you can't tell which ones are or aren't because they all look like red spheres but you can sense that there's something going on there's a couple of them that are definitely connected and are collecting um, you think they're kind of collecting data from the matrix not really outputting more inputting okay fair enough so they're like a, a like almost like a program collecting data yeah, something like that. That's that's kind of like maybe a logger of some kind, you think. Okay, fair enough. I'll, um... Logger or scraper, one or the other. I'll gently bump into the two of them and just sort of, you know, as up, we've got, uh... We've got potential for attention in the room. Just sort of brush past you. Okay, I'll, uh, kind of look around and... Oh, okay. <laughs> So I'm I'm wondering, the, these these guards can what what do my drones see past these guards? Uh, they're up against the wall. Okay. Um, yeah, sorry, I didn't get to your stuff because you had five hits. You got an average. Yeah. So your fly spies were going down the the shoot the shoot. Uh huh. Is it? Uh, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to see one shaft. what was down there and two I wanted to make sure it didn't yeah. fall and off under our feet. So this seems to be a elevator operator, um, and it's coming up right now. Um, mm-hmm. So there's one guy on there, not armed as far as you can tell, but maybe there's something concealed. Mm-hmm. Um, and beyond that, it does go down quite far down. Like your fly spies are kind of reporting that this is, you know, deep, good hundred meters at least down. Um, that it's going down and. This, you can also tell from the air rush that comes up uh, as it comes up that um, yeah 
and the the rattle the noise would certainly give it that a uh, bit of a quality to it too mm-hmm. is there anything out of the entr- uh out of the ordinary on the matrix right now or? um not really other than what you've seen already okay fair enough so this is probably not what we're looking for <laughs> well yeah you don't know that for sure because um well, if if there is, maybe it's deep down there. But um, if you mean immediately around you, there isn't anything no, other than what no, you've noticed. This is just like the old school club that we're just that we expected, basically for for a front. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll uh, motion towards the well further in onto the whatever it is. Shaft yeah, the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as the elevator I, comes up, the um, sorry, go ahead. I take his Armageddon while drinking <laughs> to keep up appearances. <laughs> oh my! And uh, yeah, the uh, the elevator operator opens the door or opens the the gate. I guess it would be because um, mm-hmm. it is kind of more of an open air thing, um, and gestures you in, and um, then just um, looks at uh, who, who is it that seems like they're leading. This that group? would be Wisp. That Wisp. Is- Ah, oh, yes, so where where to, Miss? <clears throat> this is our first first time here and uh further down. Yes, but where further down? What exciting things do you have in store for us here? He looks at you and I want you to roll a uh, charisma. Okay. Is that a double charisma? Is that right? Yeah, charisma plus charisma. Yep, okay. Oh, five hits is good. Okay. So you're able to kind of, you're noticing that he's kind of almost a little suspicious of you. Uh, actually, he's got to roll a. Uh, um, I, I was going to say, can, can, I, well, I probably won't be able to help, but I was wondering. Wow. All right. <laughs> Terrible. Um, and you're able to just kind of keep him talking while uh, Dresh kind of nudges you gently without uh, anyone noticing and says uh, miss um it, it was called the sentinel saloon right thank you sentinel saloon please oh yes um well that's one of our finer um scenarios let's um all four of you then or is it five of you no it's five. four of five five i have to keep him with me or five, yeah. just forget my head <laughs> I've well, seen it. It's not pretty. And uh, yeah, I want. Uh, yeah, um, Rowan's. Where are your Where's your fly spies right now? Uh, being small, I generally like to um, kind of let them drop uh, okay. unseen, like behind me, and then fly out um, away from me under, th- basically under the radar, and basically reverse it as they come back up. Okay. Because, I mean, what good is a spy if people notice them? You know, awesome. um, that, that, that is, of course, if it's in a slightly crowded room where people can see me. If I'm alone, then I'm a little more open about it. But yeah, yeah. as we have the, the guards and the elevator man here, um, the stealth option. Okay. And uh, as you go down, you uh, pass by a couple other levels. You'll notice that um, mm-hmm. other stops that 
have symbols on the wall that don't make any sense to you, but seem to be sigils of some kind. And you'll notice that this place is definitely like carved out of the rock here. Could I do um, an image search for the glyphs? Because I have two spies, so if we if it's just two levels that we're passing, I can keep one on one and one on the other. Yep. I'll roll. I beat me to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Roll a um, logic logic plus willpower. Okay. Logic and willpower. Um, would this be tasking or? Yeah. I think that image search would be a task. Would that make sense, Noah? Or is that yeah. more compiling? Yeah. I think this is more of a search, though. So I would just use the logic plus willpower. Okay. I'm sorry. I want to. I want one be useful and two get as many dice as I can for actual yeah. decent results. <laughs> tasking, I think, is more like doing that's something. The not searching. So that's the sprites. That's what tasking yeah. is. Yeah. Oh Creating well, yeah. I, I guess you could get the sprites to do the search. Yeah, I mean, while while I'm here, I have the sprites. Sprites do often do the search. Yeah. That way, I'm not like diving into the matrix myself. Yeah, do that. Okay. Um, I think this is a yeah. I think we talked about that. You you have sprites, but they uh, you don't get to name them or build them or anything like that. They're just kind of yeah. yours. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> Maybe when I level up, I can actually dip more into that. Hello. Eight hits. That's a really there good one. Go. So I'm going to roll an opposition to see uh, for difficulty five hits. So three net. Um, yeah. Out of the two symbols you pass by, one of them mm. um, is a thing called Age of Legend mm. is the reference you get. You don't know what it is. That's just like there's something somewhere. There's like on the Matrix, this thing, that image that someone took a picture of and they wrote down Age of Legend and question mark. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pass that on to Ezio. I'm I'm sure we have we have a like a yep. an interconnected like chat message or whatever. So like in, in the back, so yeah, yeah, yeah. In the background, I'm just going to you know ping his DM. <laughs> you can send him a text me- text message basically. Uh huh. I just send him back a, a thumbs up, and I'll uh, <laughs> I guess I'll do the same thing. I'll get one of my off bring up one of my sprites to have a look and see if I can figure out what the other one is then. Okay. I figure sh- I figure this way sharing the uh, the load of net searching would be less of a uh, road trip back because it's not just one person constantly going out, you're getting multiple pings. So it's kind of it's kind of like how in movies, you know, oh, the hacker is bouncing off of this satellite to that satellite type of thing. Yep. One hit. Oh boy. <laughs> Net three again. Yep. So that one uh, translates to something that seems to... um, uh, You get like this ice emoji uh, that's related to it, like an ice cube or something like that. Okay. I'll uh, I'll shoot that information back. It's time to chill. And uh, you reach what seems to be the bottom um, of this shaft. And um, the uh, elevator operator opens the gate, uh, and the space you're entering is like completely dark. Um, it's hard to see anything at first, but as you step into there, uh, assuming people step off the elevator. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we kind of have to. 
Yeah, it's a, a little suspicious yeah. when you don't. It's kind of like a fog uh, lifts and you're able to see into a space that um, seems to be a garden of sorts. Uh, underground garden. It's got tropical plants, um, even some exotic birds flying around. Um, and there's this um, uh, what do you call it? Kind of attendant. Kind of like a spa attendant, in fact. Uh, greets you. It's a young elven woman. And she says, oh, I wasn't expecting any new guests today. As she looks at, I guess, Wisp would be leading. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, what, you what didn't is get, this? They didn't tell you we were coming? <clears throat> and then Dresh kind of nudges you a bit. <clears throat> um, yes, uh, this is really on the down low. Um, we need to speak to um, Darner. And he kind of winks at her and she says, oh, uh, one moment then. And she steps away. And what comes, she steps away to like a side room, kind of like the whole place. You can't tell if there's any doors or anything. There seems to be a pool in the center. Um, several people seem to be lounging on um, basically lounge chairs, like uh, beach chair kind of style lounge chairs. Uh, and uh, this big brutish troll comes out but in a really um, nice tuxedo um, just very posh um, slick back hair seems to have done some work on his skin doesn't have the dermal deposits or anything like that on him uh, smooth skin and so on and he looks at um, Dresh nods and says something about um, Uncle Zon be praised or something like that and uh, then winks at uh, uh, Wisp just sort of nods oh yes so you are here for the hmm (coughs) extraction of sorts Ezio gives a thumbs up (laughs) well I trust you didn't encounter any problems getting in here you seem unscathed I walked into the front door. Oh, okay. <laughs> he looks very confused. Walked <laughs> into the front door. Wow, Dresh, you really got the best of the best, didn't you? Well, let's uh, get you set up then. And he um, gestures over to an uh, area that has several, um, we'll say, empty uh, beach um what did I call them? Beach lounge chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, pool chairs. Pool chairs. That's another way to put it. I don't really have a great term for that, but yeah. The kind of things you lounge at the side of a pool kind of thing. I'll get everyone to roll a perception at this point. Uh, logic plus willpower. Alrighty. And round, you can use your fly spies if you wish. Ooh. Yes, please. Zero hits. Oh. And four hits. And Blamming four hits. Three. And three hits. All right. I think on four hits, uh, Ezio, um, you're noticing at a distance that anybody in these chairs needs to be really, really still. Uh-huh. So you're guessing that this may be like what they lay in to interface into whatever system they're going into. 
and meanwhile some of them are actually getting like their nails done or mm. getting like yeah treatments done on their skin stuff like that uh while they're in i guess and uh rowan you're noticing um, kind of the same thing except you're one of the things there's not as much of a matrix presence as you would expect here mm. so something else may be not going on whether it's a separate host system or something uh, whatever's connecting these people you're not sure what it is mm-hmm. do I notice anything coming from the lounge chairs like tech a connection port something hmm, that's a good point so you notice at a distance because you do have four hits that's pretty good yeah. there is a little canister attached to the side of each of these chairs where spheres have been inserted into uh-huh. so it's kind of a couple on each side do they look the same as the ones that are in the briefcase yeah they're just not red uh, they seem okay. to be white what do they and look like in the matrix uh, in the Matrix, you don't see much presence for them. The troll will um, gesture towards the chairs and say, So, um, all of you going in? Most of you? Some of you? Yeah. I can watch over. Look. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll kind of... Um, I'll but I'm not into... Yeah, I, I think we were going to split it up that the combat-ready ones would stay out to watch over us while the more tech-savvy ones would go in. Uh, Ezio so, gives, gives Rowan a, a thumbs up on that. <laughs> yeah. Wisp looks looks a little bit pouty and annoyed. Now get to see the neat, cool thing. Bye. Well, I mean, you could. You could, but we really need your kick-assness to make sure we have bodies to come back to. Well, I mean, sure. You could leave me out here. Then she just, like, looks over... At uh, Calamity and Gwyns. Okay. Stay out here. Don't worry about anything. We'll take care of you boys. Don't worry. Uh, Ezio gives her, like, the, the fingers of the eyes thing and points them at her. Like, mm-hmm. the eyes uh-huh. you. Yeah. And then, He's like, uh, I'm watching you. And then and then he kind of whispers to her, save something for you. Rowan will remind Wisp that he did agree, but after a successful job. Where? You're gonna be inside the goo. Okay. It, it pops down and gets a chair. <laughs> Rowan, Rowan has a feeling that he's gonna come out of this with something, whether he wants to or not, so all he says is just nothing too vulgar, it's something that could be seen in public, please. And the troll will gesture over to the, you know, the chairs and say, um, Trash, you have enough for everyone? And he brings out the uh, spheres from the uh, boxes and begins loading up each um, canister. Um, and he looks over. Who was it that was going to be staying out as a calamity? And it's the two girls. He looks at both of you and says, "You know, you are free to go in. I can watch over." And we um, do have quite a few clientele here that um, go in safely. It's up to the boys. They're the ones who decided that we were we were staying out. Oh. Don't put it like that. That makes it sound like we don't think you can do it because you're girls. I just know you can kick more ass than I can, so I wanted you watching watching my ass. You want me to watch your naked butt? Well, that's no concern. That seems oh. weird. <laughs> oh, we're here. It's fine. You can go in, too, if you want to, Calamity. As if, if the boys seem to want me out here, so. Calamity just laughs. <laughs> you couldn't pay me 
talk up to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> then how about Calamity stays out here and you come with us? Because you sound like you want to actually see what's going on here. <laughs> I don't mind either way. It's fine. Just go on. Have some fun oh, with Get your stuff in. We'll have some girl time. <laughs> That's your size. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan's like, just get in one of the chairs, Wisp. It'll, and Wait, he, and he gets into one chair himself. Does this stuff, like, because everyone's still dressed, does this stuff wreck my clothes? Uh, no, madam. It. Um, so this is. Uh, I, I don't entirely know the technology behind it, but it kind of weaves. Um, it's nanotechnology. It can weave into your skin, um, leaving no trace, um, giving you a nice clean connection. Um, to the third life. It, okay. Uh, its tendrils can go through or go around you if you need be. Right. Well, um, do you think what's the likelihood that you think we're gonna need the muscle out here? Um, he looks around and it's like a spa. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> uh, I mean, low. <laughs> what's the response time for disconnecting? Oh, disconnecting can be instant. Um, in fact, Dresh, why don't you explain um, some of how this works? And he, uh, Dresh comes over and um, he pulls out a scroll of paper and goes reading through it. It's like it's his notes or something like that about it. He's like, okay, so um, rules are um, you kind of got to act like you're in the world that you're in in there. Because otherwise the host system... It's going to notice that you're, you know, not quote unquote in character and things are going to go weird. Um, it's kind of a wild, wild west theme in there. So um, you don't need to be perfect English or anything like that. You don't need, you know, Western accents or anything. Don't need wild west accents or anything like that. Just don't go referring to like Deckers and shadow running and things like that. Um well, G. Rob, if you didn't want me to do an accent, you could have just asked. <laughs> <laughs> and they say he says uh, the reason is uh, these rich people paid and immerse themselves in it, so the system is just rigged to reject anything that looks like it's out of character in that way. So you might get booted out then, and getting booted out is painful. But uh, if you do actually want to get out, um, you gotta do something that makes sense in the world. So. Um, he hands you each um, a envelope that you can just briefly read and basically gives you instructions to write a letter um, with pen and ink uh, to someone and just hand it to a letter carrier and that's enough to basically get you out of the system. And um, he's like, you'll you'll each have um, character names in there and he just goes through and says, oh, it'll be on your... Um, will be on your envelope there. So um, uh, we got spruce, we got maple, we got oak, we got ash, and we got dogwood. And um, there you go. And uh, yeah, Rowan, you got dogwood. Calamity's got ash. Um, Ezio's got oak. Dogwood. And maple is wisp. Um, but... I'm going to try not to make it too confusing by having multiple character names running around in there. That's just the code names you guys got. Um, and let's see if there's any other notes there. Oh, and um, 
if you do need to interface with the real system there, you can just ask for Herbert. Just ask anybody for Herbert, as long as they're not another real person. And you can tell they have the canisters with the spheres in there, too. Interesting. So, yeah, generally stay away from those people because they might figure out you're not supposed to be there. What uh, exactly we're supposed to be trying to find? Um, yeah, so he says uh, you need to... Uh, you're going to be going into the town of Bandera. Um, you're going to be going to the uh, saloon. Uh, I gave you the name of the saloon before, and now instead, where is it? Oh, you're going to be going into the Sentinel Saloon, um, and uh, you got to find a guy named Gil and play a card game against him. You don't need to win. You don't need to lose. Just finish the game. Um, that will trigger the system to uh, to Alrighty. do its thing. Gil, play card game. Just finish. <clears throat> That, that's funny. Bandera. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Old West Texas kind of thing. Um, yeah, so uh, RL4, are you going in there? As I understand it. Or um, uh, Calamity's staying back? I think Calamity's staying back, but okay. that's not to her, yeah, of course. Cal- yeah, Calamity's staying back because couldn't pay her enough to actually right. hook yeah. up to one of those things. Calamity! Uh, please, 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 please come in with me. We can be saloon girls. Am I going to make it less fun? Like, it's, it sounds like this is a splitting the party moment. <sighs> I don't want to do that. Ah. That's up to you. I didn't anticipate this too much in advance, so... Um, the, th- the thing is that, you know, yeah, it does sound like that, but at the same time, you got to play to your oh, yeah, character. Yeah, play to you your know? character. She wouldn't. If she, that's fine. Yeah, if, <laughs> if, if she, she wouldn't, then to, no amount of conjoling would. would it can be interesting to have an out- outside yeah. perspective, too, so... Okay. Then I'll stick to my guns, as Alrighty. it were. <laughs> All right. Make sure nobody inappropriately <laughs> touches me. I'm counting on you, unless it's you. You can totally do that. <laughs> and she winks at Calamity. <laughs> well, there's consent. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm jump. I'm. I think we're all kind of jumping right in at this point. Okay. Yeah. I I will say for shits and giggles that when Wisp says that, Rowan just kind of turns completely red. And as you're doing that, uh, I think from Calamity's perspective, what's more interesting, what you see is actually this troll seems to be chanting and doing some uh, hand gesticulating. You think you might actually be using magic. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm definitely interested. He's, he's using magic, you think, to, to enable all these things. Very intrigued. So I will study closely. Yeah, he's then touching each of the orbs, uh, or sorry, no. Spheres, I guess is what I called them. And um, spheres sounds more futuristic. <laughs> and um, each of them actually turn from red to white. And three of you actually wake up like you're standing, um, I'll say, in a doorway uh, from a house that you just can't see anything behind you, but it leads out to what seems to be more of a desert kind of looking situation. Um, like you're kind of in the Wild West kind of thing. And um, do you step in to the place? I look down first. No, because I want to know what we're wearing. Yeah. What are you wearing? So you all look like um, whether whatever your metatype was. Um, and right. choose your uh, choose your look that would look like it would fit in the world. Sorry, in the Wild West. Um, 
you each you each do have revolvers, mm-hmm. I guess it would be. And, uh, you know, uh, cowboy hat or Stetson or something like that. And, um, yeah, general Western garb. Considering that I have a dark brown oil duster in the real world, probably not <laughs> much of a different look for me. Yeah, there you go. I have a hat and an actual pistol, which he'll actually look at and kind of frown. It's like... Mm. <laughs> Ezio just shrugs and starts walking. She, she like looks down at the little pistols. Oh, they're so tiny and cute. You'll notice you each have kind of holster canisters on each side of um, uh, your belts with those uh, spheres there. They seem to be represented in this world. It does feel way more real than it should. It feels like um, you are more or less controlling another real body. You know, possibly a real world space. You're not sure what the heck's going on. That is going to cause some dysphoria, I'm sure. And yeah. how's how's the interface for uh, Matrix? Uh, fuzzy here. It, it is present for you. You do feel like, yeah, this is... Uh, I don't know if Ma- Matrix can give you a sense of where you are in the world, but it, uh, I, would, I would assume yes, and you feel like you are somewhere else in the world. Interesting. Interesting. So, for us Technomancers, what do we feel? You feel a little disconnected from normal... Um, matrixy things. I mean, it's there, it's mm-hmm. present, but it's fuzzier. Um, yeah, it's a little more difficult to interface with. Seems like you're kind of like going through a proxy here. Okay. Uh, doing it. Um, so that's weird. Uh, and then, yeah, it is definitely fuzzier, but um, I would say, Rowan, you notice that uh, there seems to be a presence in the matrix attached to you in one of the orbs. Interesting. Can I poke, I say poke, but you know, can I kind of delve into what that might be? Uh, Because if if it's a new presence, that kind of weirds me out, so I want to know what the hell's going on. It seems to be collecting. Okay. So that's just what this thing's doing. Some kind of hoovering program. Uh, It's the best you can tell. It doesn't seem to be sending anything else, but it is collecting. Well, okay. It is. It needs to send things out to collect, but you know yeah. that, that's all it's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I was kind of thinking of asking if my sprites could do a little collecting too, because this is weird, and I want to get some information on it, and I want to find out just exactly what might be going on here. Even if it takes me, you know, a while to research it, I, mm-hmm. I want to gather that information to research. Yeah, you can send one of your sprites out. Uh, she'll uh, she'll work on that. It'll take her some time, um, mm-hmm. and I won't make you do a roll on it, but it'll okay. take her some time to do that. Okay, I will actually do the same thing. Okay, yep. Says, why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. and, I, and I would do it as stealthily as I can, much like with my spy flies or fly spies in the real world. Exactly. Ezio's so, much more direct. He doesn't give her rat's ass. So as you well, come around. Oh, I also don't want. I also don't want to trip any security because they said, you know, try and stay in character. <laughs> so there's that. Yep. So yeah, as you come around the corner, you do see that there is basically one of those, you know, think old Star Trek, um, you know, Western town. That's uh-huh. where all the, it's all kind of a fake set kind of thing. Right. Um. It, uh, all the storefronts look kind of fake. Um, and uh, there is definitely a saloon in the middle of the town. There, uh, 
other things for, you know, horses, gunsmith, things like that. But the saloon seems to be where everything's happening. And it's a fairly populous place. There are people walking around. You do see the occasional person with a kind of sphere holster. Um, they don't pay any attention to you, and they actually seem to be trying to ignore you, as best you can tell. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Um, I will gesture to over towards the tavern and start wandering that way. Or saloon, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, so as you, you can. Oh, I'm totally going to be heading towards the saloon. All right. I mean, if if that's where our destination lies, then yeah. All right. As you all go in, I want you to roll perception. So willpower plus. uh, Logic. What was it? Logic. Logic and willpower. Oops, I'm on the wrong channel. Average it's four. Three. That's it. And, oh, yep. that's it. That <laughs> I was, was going to say, no, I was going to jokingly say, no a calamity one. Yeah, calamity. So, calamity, you're noticing that there's not, you know, you would expect in a situation like this, there might be some facial twitching, um, things like that associated with at least like REM sleep or something like that. Mm-hmm. But everyone's very still, kind of unsettlingly still. And um, the troll just kind of smiles at you. And, um, Oh, I forgot about Dresh. Dresh is here as well mm-hmm. um, with you guys. Um, also looking human. And he looks the same as well. Um, yeah, as you enter the saloon, uh, you notice that there is some card games going on at various tables. A um, bunch of people at the bar. Pretty stereotypical kind of thing going on. Uh, what do you do? Checking, checking the metadata. Do I see the person we're looking for? Uh, you don't know what they look like. Uh, well, no, yeah. but if I'm looking at the metadata, there should be some tags. Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah, there should be. And here That's I was going to do point. the normal thing and ask the bartender, like, I'm looking for a card game. Well, you I do hear, you. <laughs> I, I, I hear tell that a man named Gil is the man to see for such a thing. Uh, yeah. Ripper? Uh, do you mean Ripper, they say? One man knows, knows a man by one name, another man knows the same by another. I'm guessing yes. And he just kind of silently points to the far corner where there's a a guy with half... It seems like half of his outfit is ripped into pieces. Um, and he's just sitting there uh, having a card game with a woman with, like, a, I don't know, a fairly dusty outfit. Looks like she's dressed as a cowboy as well. And um, she just kind of gets up and storms off. And he just kind of laughs and pulls in the cards. He's going to... Kind of chips and nu- everything. Nudge, nudge his hat to the bartender, says, Thank you kindly. And just mosey on by Ezio, pat him on the shoulder, and walk towards Gil slash Ripper. <laughs> and Ezio, you, yeah, you do know that this is, that's Ripper over there. You mean, you mean the person Ezio is already pointing at? Yeah. yeah Whisk exactly. actually is going to yeah. go to the bartender and get four drinks, four whiskeys, and then nice. take them over to the table so that there is one for our, our who we're about to play. Oh, and very nice. Who's going to play him? Is it Rowan? Uh, I mean, sure. Or could, can we, is it just a one person, two person game? Could, or? Uh, well, you could play multiple people. They just need more chairs. I uh, just want to know who's kind of yeah. approaching him. For, <clears throat> well, we were probably going to be bringing more chairs over anyways, because I'm bringing four drinks for us. Yeah, the, the three him. of us. And the lady, the lady left. Plus him. Right. Well, there's also Dresh, oh, yeah, so you five, could say sorry. five unless Dresh is too young to drink. True. Five drinks. I forgot about Dresh. 
Okay. Ezio will just one mosey over and grab some chairs from one of the other tables. Oh, y'all here for a game? She sets down yep. the drinks. A drink. Oh, uh, sure, why not? He just kind of downs it right away. He follows suit. Rowan turns his chair uh, turns his chair around so he's sitting on it backwards and plops down <laughs> and takes his whiskey, salutes, and downs it as well. Oh, so for a, for a game of uh, five card stud, are you? It sounds like a fun time. Here you the she, she looks at him and just winks. Oh, I'm always up for some studs. <laughs> and he Red. does laugh. He, he laughs as I like you. And Ezio right. just nods and sits down. I'm thinking of betting for her and myself, but um, that's what they all say. And he's he he bets and and um, you begin a card game. Um, watch. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say it passed through and say that basically there's, you know, you end up having uh, a round of poker. He seems to win a round. Um, seems to be interested in continuing. Uh, but um, not everyone to roll perception. So this is willpower plus logic. Except for calamity. Okay. Five, one, two. Damn it. All right, five. <laughs> Ezio, you think you hear a commotion outside. Uh, argument. And we're done our card game right now? You're done the first round of it, which you, you think probably counts. I mean, I'm just going to make sure you finish at least one round, probably. Dresh seems to agree, if it matters. I will give him a, a nod and then head over to see what's going on outside. Uh, it looks like there's about to be a duel uh, between a couple of folks. Uh-oh. Are they... Are they um... Well, I could probably watch that through my sprites or spies or whatever, but are they people people or are they programmed people? Programmed, you think. Okay, so it's a show. Could be. <laughs> uh, I will just lean outside against the uh, one of the posts on the saloon and see what happens, because we're done, so I can leave whenever. You'll hear something like, uh, you don't touch my wife like that. And oh. the other one will say, well, she wanted it. Oh, dear. And um, you begin to see um, two pistols drawn drawn uh, at each other uh, at a distance, but they haven't fired yet or anything. And um, you hear someone come out um, from one of the other buildings with a shotgun saying, hey, no gunfights here. As he points at, oh, I don't know, one like a, the guy on the left will say, what do you guys do? I'll uh, turn to Tresh. We done? Oh, sorry, Tresh. Uh, yeah, I think so. Unless you want to partake in a one gunfight, not like you can die in here or anything. Wisp just sort of bounce, ev- bounces ever so slightly on her toes. Sounds like she does. I think we'd probably better just avoid attention and get out of here. You We're done. are no fun. <laughs> he shrugs. He's right, though. It would be it would be All safer. Right. Do you have stealth or anything like that? <coughs> nope. I think Ezio might, though. I can't remember. I do not. Do stealth. what? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Stealth? Nope. Nah, okay. Nope. We got everyone to roll. I think it's agility plus agility. Is stealth a skill? It is a skill. Okay, so I get yes. a re-roll yeah. on that. Oh, so do I. Mm-hmm. Jack of all trades. Actually, let's go agility plus logic. 
That would make more sense. Yeah, I've been forgetting about my, uh, <laughs> when I don't have a skill, I get my jack-of-all-trades bonus. Okay, so that would be agility, which is seven, plus logic, which is two, so nine. Five, five, five hits ain't bad. Four or three, okay. Aw, only so, three. Uh, are you at the front or the back of the group? She's at the back, because she, she was wanting to watch the thing, and she's not really wanting to leave. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say you have someone sneak up behind you, and they are trying to steal something off you. I'm going to say they're going to try to steal your gun. What are you oh, going to do? Okay. G is just going to whip around and grab their wrist. All right. Roll. Um, Would that be athletic? Yeah, athletics. If you have a lot of... Uh, well, I do. So then it's seven plus three. It's defended by... I'm just going to grab my chart here. And if it's an agility-related roll, I get a re- uh, re-roll of three. Four. All right. Zero hits. <laughs> and you were looking oh, to grab... That's a terrible roll anyways. I'm just grabbing the wrist. Okay, grabbing the wrist. All right. What do you say? Excuse me. Are you touching me? Oh... I I want that weapon. It looks good. Is this... I do a quick glance. Is this a player or random? Random. I am just... It's a male or female random? Uh, We'll say female. Okay, so that won't... That particular move won't work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's nice. It's mine. Go away. And she's going to reach around and try to do an attack on you. Oh, okay. I'm assuming we notice this. Yeah, you're going to notice this. So, uh, this is kind of like uh, your your move was kind of like your turn. Her yep. turn's now. Try to counter it. Going to try to hit you. Oh my god. Zero okay, hit. and what do I roll? Zero then? hits will never hit, so yeah. you actually... Um, yeah, you... That's actually like a I just, botch. Like, a botch. Basically, <laughs> she, I've got hold of one wrist. She tries to go with the other, and now I've got hold of the other. Okay. <laughs> I've got both wrists. Yep, you got both wrists. And, and I'm just like looking at her. She's like, struggling. Dead. Like there is a dead, dead ass that look, you know, like I'm going to F you up if you even think about it. <laughs> and I'm like looking straight at her. All right. You Getting all a little hear bit this. of an eye twitch. Does anybody else do anything? I'll just kind of uh, nod to her and go, we don't really have time. <laughs> Fine. And she's just going to headbutt the headbutt her. All right, roll um, right in the face. Logic. <laughs> okay, so it's not athletics this time. Oh, sorry. Yes, uh, roll athletics. Athletic? That would make Excellent. sense. Gives me one extra point. So, so ten and take him where you can get him. Three. So six. Six. Okay. And she's got an opposition of seven. Okay. God, why am I? I have never rolled any. <laughs> How are, you, how are you re-rolling because that's my special my cyberware. Yeah, cyberware. bioware arms yeah which we're translating into oh. the the, into the, the real thing um, I'm just okay. not trying to even think about how that works yeah, um, yeah you had butter and uh, I think it would be 3 plus 4 so that's like 4 damage uh, she's yeah. not armored on her head so no. basically I'm just trying hurt. to like face smash her so that she goes she she you know goes will leave <laughs> I just let go of her wrists as I do to let her drop if she's gonna drop 
All right. Um, as she's doing this, I'm actually writing up letters for her and myself. <laughs> and uh, as soon as she heads butts her, I'll just hand her a letter. Yeah. Once I let, let go, I'll just reach back, take the letter. All right. So as you're doing that, um, you hear a couple sh- gunshots go off. And, uh, Rowan, I'm going to get you to roll a uh, plus agility. Uh oh. <laughs> Logic plus agility, yeah. Logic plus agility. Oh, good. Uh, so that's... Wait a minute. Jack of all trades. Because it sounds like a skill yeah. I don't have. No, it's just defense, isn't it? Uh, it's... I'm doing this as something else. Kind of defense, but kind of oh, like, okay. um... Danger sense equivalent. Kind of thing. Ooh, yeah, no. no. Okay. <laughs> um, Jesus. Fair enough. You, uh, a bullet whizzed past you, um, and you're like, whew, that's fine. And then another one hits one of the spears on you. And Uh-oh. it doesn't explode or anything. It actually seems to bounce off it, and you notice that there's pretty much no damage to it whatsoever. And what do you do okay. in the immediate? I'm going to see see if I can't get one of my sprites on that, but I'm going to quickly write a letter <laughs> slash note, stuff it into the... You have to hand um, it to a letter carrier. That's in, in probably a little too quick uh, to do that. Yeah. So you feel uh, uh, like you're being pulled away suddenly. Uh-huh. Um, and we'll leave it at that for the moment. The rest of you see Rowan just fall over when he gets hit by this thing after a couple seconds of looking at it. And uh, uh, Calamity, um, you see Rowan beginning to twitch some. And the troll looks up and goes, hmm? All right. Yes. What's going uh, on? Not sure. And um, he, you notice he's looking at Dresh right now, okay. a little confused. Um, and we'll get back to Rowan in a moment. But Ezio um, and uh, Whip, what do you guys do? I just look at Ezio. Do we leave him? Do we? It's like he got kicked. So let's go ahead and he's in. Dresh? Uh, yeah. And he just kind of looks at him and goes, uh, yeah, let's do that. And he heads over there too, um, where you There's guys are. There's a letter carrier. Yeah, a letter. Yeah, there's like a post office box uh, that you can actually just drop it into. All right, I drop into the post office box. Okay. Yep, I do as well. So yeah, Ezio and Wisp uh, both pull out completely. Uh, you guys wake up. In calamity, you see uh, Ezio and Wisp wake up. Uh, mm-hmm. But Dresh mm-hmm. and Rowan are both twitching as oh, if they're whoa. sleeping. As if they're um, like REM sleep kind of thing. Why didn't Dresh come out? Come on. So what's up? He got shot, like in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Not balls, <laughs> the ball. And he was right behind us and should have come out too. I'm gonna get each of you to roll a perception, um, willpower plus logic. Actually, no. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'll give you a roll in- intuition. Actually. Ooh, that sounds be- like a skill. This is, yeah, if you have intuition, roll that. I but do otherwise, not. It's charisma plus logic, I believe. Oh, okay. That's not that bad for me. Ezio, you net two hits. Calamity, you also net two hits. I get uh, nothing. You both think mm-hmm. this troll is acting a little sketch. Um, uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Because he, uh, what you can tell from him is he seems not surprised by Dresh, but a bit more surprised by mm-hmm. Rowan. Look, <clears throat> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta 
get this guy out. Uh, <laughs> and he just stops there and kind of his mind looks like it's racing. Or show me how to get him out. Um, I'm going to turn towards Wisp and be- She like jumps out of the water <clears throat> and just like does a little shoulder move and her gun just like slides down and underneath her arm. She just holds it, looks straight at him, at the troll. Okay. You're going to pull my friends out there, aren't you? I'm going to hold you there for a moment and shift, okay. the, narrative, <laughs> shift the narrative a bit. Sure. First of all, yeah, so the things are going to get a little weird now, but didn't trust me Flint. on this one. Uh, I always oh, yay! Did. It so, gets worse! Eric. But wait, there's more. No, but wait, there's more. Eric, how much do you like your character? <laughs> <laughs> Considering how quickly I made him with you that one day, I am actually kind of attached to him. Good. That's a good thing. So, uh, you feel pulled away. <laughs> you pulled into a space of absolute darkness um, uh, at first. And then you kind of, you wake up somewhere and it's very fuzzy around you and you have a sudden rush of memories. Uh, almost like you woke up out of a dream. Oh. Um, first thing you have a rush of is you're on horseback somewhere. You get struck by lightning, it feels like. And you feel like your body kind of expanding, almost like it's exploding from the lightning. And you pass out. Did you just tie me into my... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! And then you're some dark place, dank place, seems like a washroom or something. And... You call out for your sprite, your sprite, Glenda. Because she's supposed to be at work trying to figure out what's going on with you. Uh-huh. And then you have a moment of writing a letter because you, you know, find yourself in a in an inn uh, somewhere you just don't recognize. And then you find yourself in a room with a giant analytical machine. Uh, and one of those spheres, um, which is no longer on you because you're in an orc body, it seems like, uh, in front of you. And you uh, somehow have kind of permission to take over this body now at this point. Interesting. But Rowan, you find yourself somewhere in another, what you're probably thinking is another simulation, as far as you can wow. tell. Wow. That's amazing. Matrix presence in a 19th century analytical engine in the catacombs of Paris, Paris, a technomancer from the future possessing the body of an orc cowboy. This show's got everything. Well, little crows, it's time for old Opti to guide you back to the year 1880. What will happen to the Shadowrunners left hanging in the Sentinel Saloon lobby? It 
may be a while before you find out. As always, the Creative Commons music credits are in the episode notes, and your guest host for this little diversional conversation is me, Opti. I have a bunch of stuff. You can go look it up if you want to, but honestly, it's probably not that good. Unless you want to. Until next time, friends, join the Discord and tell us who do you think is messing with the Shadowrun timeline and why.